Last time on Crown of the Kobold King, our hero spoke with a large wolfman living in mysterious ruins. He was not interested in conversation and the group decided to stop pestering him before things got ugly. Upon further inspection, this creature was actually a warg. As our heroes bumbled through the forest and contemplated on what to do next, they came across a campsite next to an abandoned, creepy hut. Scarab discovered tracks of other kobolds at the campsite, and there was evidence of a struggle. Before following the tracks, the group decides to check the hut for leads. Turns out the hut used to be a witch hut, and it was still inhabited by an animated cauldron. After dispatching the angry cauldron, Jacques finds a creepy shrunken head. Following the kobold tracks, our heroes are able to take cover as a wyvern flies overhead. Our heroes then discover the oldest darkwood tree in the forest. As Jacques samples some bark from the tree, he notices a few bodies hanging from the branches and is then attacked by a large serpent. Our story continues now. Jacques, as you investigate the side of the tree looking for a bit of bark that you can harvest, you find a good handhold. Placing your hands on those spaces in the tree, you give a tug and breaks away a large slab. Uh, you admire for a moment the hefty piece you were able to grab, setting it down in front of you. And as you look around and see the hunters far above you, you notice several of their possessions appear to still be dangling from their corpses. And as you stare up at them into your view from around the trunk's edge, comes a great serpentine head lined with fins and scales and sharp teeth and hollow yellow eyes that regard you before its mouth opens and a loud hissing snarl escapes and it lunges. Roll for initiative. Here we go. Go. Oh, no. oh no. That was a natural oh, no. one oh, outside no. of the box. <laughs> Me too. Really? It's <laughs> a lot better. A lot better. Okay. I would say ten times better. <laughs> if I had to put a number on it. <laughs> What'd you get, Scarab? Twenty-one. Very oh, good. Wow. Let's go. Jacques. 19. Excellent. Copcorn. 13. Jesus. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second edition wisdom is huge, I think. It's, wisdom's a really good thing in second edition. Does wisdom 
It affects your perception, which is your initiative roll, you know. I can yeah, be cheap but... and be like, whoa, I was over there flexing and doing push-ups. Can I do athletics? That's my <laughs> role. <laughs> but you are supposed to go yeah. last. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally accept it. It sucks just, when you're surrounded. <laughs> it's a huge change because it's the first time I've played a character without wisdom, you know. You just got to hope you can take some hits. Mm-hmm. Hope we can take some hits, too. Jacques, is that hissing serpentine head comes into view you noticed two small clawed arms perching around the side of the trunk as well and you get a better view of the creature which looks like this it's big oh, cool <laughs> like little arms yeah it's like a that's a very good mini mm-hmm. it's a snake with a dragon face and t-rex arms yeah it looks like a big <laughs> sea serpent shenron looking dude mm-hmm Good old-fashioned long dragon. Scarab, start us off. You keep your eye on Jacques, watching him pull something free from the tree uh, before you hear that loud hiss and focus in on the creature. Uh, First thing, Scarab will run forward. Don't forget your ten feet at start. Two paces. Or ten. Yee! Let's roll knowledge. Arcana. 20. What do you want to know? Let's say, first of all, you recognize this creature. Uh, Maybe you've read about it or swapped tales, but you know this to be what is called a tatzel worm. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's so tough low level. Like, I don't know how much weaknesses will help me. Uh, let's see. Does it have any crazy attacks? You know that tatzel worms have a tendency to belch poison. I'll also tell you that uh, they are immune to paralysis and sleep effects. No use in trying to knock this thing out or slow it down. Jacques, careful. Poison. Uh, and scarab fires. Oh, boy. A 20 to hit. That's a hit. Yes. Bullet flies through the air, ripping through flesh. Two damage. Piercing. Okay, so that's two actions. Yeah, let's try this. Scarab goes to reload his gun, catching the attention of this beast after shooting it for two damage. Uh, he's gonna do the Raconteur's reload for one action. I'm going to reload my weapon and attempt to intimidate the creature uh, in Draconic, saying, uh, A great blue wyvern has come to take your tree, and we are here with it. Give me a roll. Dragon, 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 dragon. <laughs> It's a failure. Oh, <laughs> you never know. What you got? Four. <laughs> <laughs> you can no. tell when he when he said "great blue wyvern," he was just like. You have to add your modifier though. Afraid to? Oh, I did. <laughs> he said a great blue wyvern and then started looking up, scared. <laughs> yeah. Matthew, you're supposed to roll a d20, not a d8. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, I rolled the one, okay? It <laughs> <laughs> was a critical fail. Oh my God. Shaking in fear, firing at this worm, speaking about a blue wyvern. He's not having... It's not easy. It's not easy, baby. <laughs> That's the end of his turn. Careful of the poison. Uh, the creature answers back in Draconic. It uh, regards you after the bullet grazes across its shoulder, hisses, and looks in your direction. Hearing your words, it replies in Draconic, Ewega! Food. <laughs> Scarab runs away. <laughs> Jacques. Oh, um, nice. Jacques, very scared, uh, begins stumbling bra- backward in sprints. 25 feet back. Um, he will turn around, pulling out his amulet, and is going to try and exploit vulnerability. And fail. Damn. I need my dice, my other dice, out of my dice tray. <sighs> um, that's it. One of these days it's going to work. One of these days. Oh, yeah. I'm sure your modifier is decent. You just have to roll decent. Yeah, I keep rolling really bad. I rolled a three. Ah. The tassel worm's eyes narrow as you flee, and it hisses, spiraling down the trunk of the tree before landing on the canopy floor and chasing after you, dragging its long serpentine body behind its two clawed arms, digging into the dirt and roots. Um, how many feet did it go around the tree? I'm actually counting that. <laughs> so two move actions to get up to you. Wow. He didn't want to just let go and (laughs) flop onto the ground like a dropped sausage. So this creature just begins thrashing its way around and down the tree before charging at you as fast as it can. And as it gets closer, its mouth begins to open. Uh, Colonel. Colonel will draw his sword. And then he will call out to the creature. Hey! Hey! Big idiot, over here! <laughs> I'm gonna need a will save. Because I am drawing ire. Uh, are there any penalties for not speaking common? Uh, no, that that me yelling was just flavor. I'm just doing mental distress to the creature. Hell yeah. It's a spell. Gotta check. Uh, and you need a will save? This is, uh, uh, the effects are emotion, emotion, enchantment, and mental, if that means anything to you. Gibberish. Okay. Yeah, I will say. It's not taken kindly to your southern charms. DC well, that's 16. a natural 17. Oof. Uh, does not have a negative will save, so 25. Yeah, that's a pass. I need a D10. It's actually doing damage. So half of that, you take two mental damage. And until the end of your turn, your ne- until the end of your next turn, you take a minus one penalty to attack rolls against anybody but Colonel. Okay. Minus one, you said? Uh, minus one to your attack. Yes. Okay. And that is it. End of round one. Scarab, start us off round two. Oh, this is so scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's right there already. <sighs> Playing so much Baldur's Gate 3, like this, every battle is so much more intense 
just because of the imagination land. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> I don't know what I'm like okay to do or not do. Every turn feels like death. Because <laughs> I want to do something crazy because I haven't been able to do it yet. Uh, Scarab attempts to whistle uh, with his fingers, but it doesn't work because he has a big old dragon head. So he just blowing spit onto the ground and then he shouts out while waving a finger go pig uh, the pig is going to run 35 feet right next one boom right there and strike so two actions for that <laughs> bad roll uh, eight to hit that is a miss oh. that is a miss now Scarab is going to fire for his final action. Oh, that is... This needs to go to jail. I've never done a die jail, but this one is not doing me well. Wait to hit. Shot goes wide. Alright, that's it. That's it. Uh, Jacques, this creature is right up in your face. What do you do? Um, he will attempt to exploit vulnerability again. Get him. Also, because I forgot and I totally would have, don't forget. We got PP. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I already rolled it. Um, it's a fail. Shit. So he will pull out his uh, sword cane and go to hit it. No? 12. No. Is this the actual, uh, like, blade drawn or the cane itself? The actual blade drawn. The actual blade drawn. Uh, Damn. In a, in a panic as the creature rushes, you lash out, um, and the flat of the blade bounces harmlessly off the side of the creature. That's it. That makes it the worm's turn. Uh, reaching the apex of its charge, the creature's mouth opens wide and it snaps its jaws, attempting to bite you. Minus one to the attack. It is a 20 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, eight points of piercing damage as its large fangs dig into your flesh. Uh. Uh, and as it bites you, it pulls you in close and its claws attempt to scratch you. That's a 22, which is a hit. Ooh, for 11 points of slashing oh damage. Oh, my God. Um, Jock is unconscious and dying. Uh, the creature drops Jock's still body, and its tail whips out at the pig behind it. Oh. Jock! 14 to hit. Says your name perfectly, but you're not awake to hear it. 14 AC. Damn. Okay. Got it. Uh, seven points. Slashing damage. This, this, this is this is ugly. Copcorn, save your boy. Yeah. 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 you're able to get next to Jacques on Jacques' right side, we can flank. Yep. It's two actions running up 30 feet. 
flanking the creature with Pig. And his third action, he's going to reach down and lay on hands on Jacques for six hit points. Okay. Get out of here, Jacques. Jacques, you are a weak but prone. What does creating a diversion do exactly? Can make a target flat-footed, I believe. Yeah, if you succeed, it allows you to become hidden to that creature. Okay. Rockin' Tours reload. One action to reload, and while he's doing so... Sorry. <laughs> Bow! Shoots himself in the foot! <laughs> uh, as he's reloading in Draconic. I know the chicken's big, but that pig behind you, careful! Uh, I'm going to attempt to uh, create a diversion. My deception roll against you. It's a fail. It's a fail. It's a fail. I'm rolling a different die now. Okay, so I have reloaded. I will take a shot. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave the table. <laughs> oh no. I'm rolling twos. I, my, uh... I've rolled four twos. My last four rolls have been twos. Three, God. two, six. It's better than two. Stealthing <laughs> up there, I got I got an 18. Well, stealthing the first time, just like up to the clearing, I got an, uh, a 19, and then I got an 18, and then I got a 19 on my nature check. All I've done is crit on cookware. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jacques. Not done. Sorry. Wait your turn. <laughs> Parvo, your suspension continues. <laughs> Love that movie. Wanna see it again? Super Troopers. Pig is Pig is gonna attack. It's gonna be a twenty-one to hit. That's a hit. Oh, <laughs> Silly. God, what the hell? Four damage, piercing. Chipping away. Yeah, I'd rather... Uh, mm, 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 rolling ones on damage, too. It's crazy. 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 Look, I know I haven't touched these die in a while, but this is ridiculous. Chill out, guys. We're playing again. <laughs> I'm using you, all right? I don't have to be like that. Pig gets one more action, yeah? Mm -mm. One per. It's a higher level. Mm, okay. I can get more actions. Uh, that is Jacques. I'm gonna try it again, and I'll use my PP. Yes. We got a PowerPoint on the field. There we go. Okay, that is a. That is an 18 for, yeah, like a recall knowledge. Uh, that'll play. Success? Cool. Okay. So, still not great. Um, so, you recall an important fact about the creature learning its highest weakness or one of its highest weaknesses if it has a multiple of the same value. Any weaknesses? You know that these creatures do not have weaknesses. Uh, so you could try to do the second one. The personal. Mm -hmm. 
Do I know anything about them? Like, do I, do I recall any knowledge about them in general? Like something that makes this worm uncomfortable, perhaps? Maybe I could pick up a piece of the bark and start eating it? <laughs> um, what would upset a worm? Dry dirt, birds. <laughs> Why? <laughs> W-Y, not W-O. <laughs> uh, you could try to... Oh, I have an idea. Um, he uh, focuses in on it intensely. And then quickly looks down and, uh, like, rummages through his bags and pulls out a worm scale. It's a pretty crappy one, but he just pulls it out and was like, What do you think of that, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, throws it on the ground and spits on it. <laughs> and then he'll try and attack. Uh, I think that's good enough. The worm regards the scale, and for a moment, there's a fleeting look of horror as it realizes you maybe have killed a drake before. That's a miss. That's a 12. Um, so he's okay. just going to go ahead and run back 25 feet. Okay. Um, yeah, but he will shout out, no weaknesses, no weaknesses, and run away. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh. All right, pig, it's you and me. Let's go to Clap Town. The tassel worm begins to writhe in place, lashing out with limb and fang alike. It's going to strike at pig with a claw. Twenty-seven. It's really high. Yeah. I'm like literally <laughs> rolling like above fifteen right now. Oh, that's a natural crit. Good Leave man. him alone! Good Pushes man. the worm as it attacks. Just um, actually... <laughs> no, not 15 feet. Never mind. And negate three damage that you take with oh. liberating step. Uh, so minus that three, pig takes 16 points of damage oh on that crit. God. Slashing. That's so much. Oh my god. Well, it's uh, down. Do, pig, do pigs have dying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's down. Um, the second claw flails out at Copcorn. Natural one. Oh, thank God. Is it a red box? Oh, right. Uh-oh. You're going to blow it. <sighs> Can you pull one out that just says that it dies? <laughs> okay. Uh, the creature's wild thrashing, while effective, uh, unintentionally leaves it tangled in itself. And as the claw goes out to hit Cobcorn, it falls just short before the creature realizes it's become entangled in itself. It is encumbered and entangled until it spends two actions to uh, free itself. Wow. I'm sorry. When it starts its turn, it has to attempt a reflex save. If it fails, it'll get a penalty to move speed. If it crit fails, it'll be immobilized. Um... There isn't anything that stops it from attacking, but it won't be able to move. So it is going to, with its last action, try to bite at Copcorn. All right. Uh, Does a two hit? He casually steps out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Easy, easy. It is Copcorn's turn. 
Stop trying to kill my friends. His sword starts to glow like red hot and then it erupts in flames. And he swings his sword down. And I'm turning in my PP for this attack. Just do 40 damage, you're good. Come on. Yeah. That's it, not its HP. If it's it just joking. <laughs> I'm gonna one-shot this thing if it crits. Oh, please. 16 on the die, that's pretty good. Let's see if we can get higher. 16, 23 to hit. Uh, that's a hit. Hell yeah. Ooh, a 6 on a 5 on 2d6s. That's 11 fire damage. And 5, no, 6 slashing. So 17 altogether? Uh, yes, yes. He's got one more action. Your swing connects so purely and so true that it lops off one of the creature's arms. But before the blood oh. can gout forth, the flames sear it closed. The creature immediately begins to panic in place, thrashing, trying it, it's all of its might to get away from you, but it's entangled and it can't move. So instead, it's flailing in place, fear laden in its eyes. Oh, shit. Cobb is going to use intimidating glare. Leave my friends alone. With a nine. Uh, nine is definitely not enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for Colonel's turn. Scarab. Pig! Scarab locks eyes with the with the uh, with the worm. Reloads his pistol. Dragon fire! Come on, get him. 14 to hit. 14 is a hit. Oh my god. Just hoping with the uh, entanglement. If that does anything. Seven damage. Piercing. That's seven damage. As the creature thrashes in place, its head whips forth to your cry of dragon fire, and the bullet rips through its skull and its body continues to writhe and flop before eventually it falls motionless, dead. Yes! Ooh. Yeah, Scarab runs Hell over yeah, to Pig. Dude. Runs over to Pig and starts eating Pig. I've been waiting! Good lord. Oh my god. Um, nap. Time for a nap. <laughs> uh, Jacques can go, can go over to Pig and do a medicine. 24 medicine check. <laughs> you medicine the hell out of him. Yeah, that's that's good. No, yeah, I'm just mad because I was rolling like all single digits okay. in the fight. Yeah, hey, and now we're out of the fight. I know. I'm glad <laughs> that I got a 19 on this medicine check, but it would have been nice to have a 19 in the mm. combat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I rolled like three 17s that fight. Brutal. Like 17, 16, 17, 14, 17, and then there was a two. Okay, so what happens from that? Yeah, it just stabilizes him. I can do it again to see if I can... Is there no healing from... Treat... There's treat wounds. During that ten minutes, Colonel will focus. Uh, that is a 15 for treat wounds. That's exactly, that's, I think. That's right? Yeah, I think it's DC 15. Oh yeah, usually 15. 
So then... 2d8, I think, of healing. He gains 11 hit points. Nice. Very good. Thank you. I'm going to attempt to do a treat wounds on myself and watch me fucking critical fail. A four! Colonel will focus for those ten minutes. (laughs) How down are you? I have six hit points. Okay. Yeah, he'll lay hands on you for six points. Thank you. No problem, no problem. You're brave as hell. (laughs) Anybody got potions? I don't have any potions. No. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, good. I didn't say you could have it, (laughs) but I do have a potion. Good. No, keep it on you. That's great. Do you need it? No. Saying if I go down, things might get ugly. Yeah. No, I I would... Yeah, I can only do administer first aid, which is just to stabilize or stop bleeding. Yeah, I I have one healing potion. I'd like to go pick up some of the bark very carefully, very scared. Very scared, walk over and take some of that bark. Just kind of. Snake with three arms comes down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, break. Break off about a cell phone sized chunk. Okay. Um, I would say that from the uh, region around where you pulled. The, the big slab, there are some smaller bits that are fairly easy to break away as well. Okay. Um, two things. Uh, one, uh, the slab is there. It weighs five bulk. Uh, you can either carry it yourself, have it carried for you, or you can leave it here to retrieve later. Uh, two, you realize from where you're standing, the bodies that you were looking at before, uh, there are a series of lower branches to where you think you might be able to scramble up there with relative ease uh, with an athletics check if you wanted to check the bodies. I will rest first, if that's okay. Hey, uh, Scarab. If you want to check, see how much that wood is worth, I'll climb up this tree and poke around on those poor souls. Sure thing. Yeah, Scarab, give me that mercantile lore check. 14, 15. Okay, 15's enough. Uh, the slab itself, being from, uh, or given where it's come from, you estimate you could probably get close to 20 gold if you found the right buyer. Oh, this is huge! You also imagine... I'll call it a shield! <laughs> that you could probably have something made from the slab, given the size of it. Hell, maybe I'll make a shield. <laughs> um, could could I also get a scale? I'll also pick up the one that he threw on the ground. Oh yeah, absolutely. Pulling that scale gives the worm just enough room to free itself of its entanglement. <laughs> you dislodge a healing potion that it had underneath that scale. It rises from the grave. <laughs> Does it have anything on it? You can do it has uh, a healing potion. Yeah. <laughs> it has scales. Uh, just do me a nature check together. As long as you don't get a one, you're, you can easily pull away a scale without damaging it. 13. Yeah, you're good. Uh, nothing on the worm itself. And, uh, Copcoin, you're trying to climb the tree? Yes. 
Okay, go ahead and give me a athletics check to climb. Natural one. Uh, you put one hand on the first branch, begin to pull yourself up, and immediately fall prone. You're just grabbing onto the same bark that was yeah. gently pulled from the tree. Uh, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. It's all right. Um, to be fair, you're in like plate, right? Yeah. yeah. Jacques can try climbing it. Okay. He quietly weeps to himself. Can we, uh... Can we do something to help with this? Like throwing rope up to a branch and using that as, you know, like something to help us pull up? Yeah, you could do that. You could, do that. You could boost up. You imagine that they're, it's, the branches are close enough together you think that it would functionally uh, work as like a ladder almost. Mm. Uh, but you just need to be able to get up to it. We think that Copcorn just failed really badly. Oh yeah, he now one on it. He just he slipped. Yeah. He's in heavy armor. He tried to pull himself up. He slipped. It can't be too hard. I just terrible roll. <laughs> but by all means, you can work out whatever way you want. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much for giving a boost. He could. True, true. I'll, I'll do. See if I can aid. No, no aid. A ten. Uh, ten's enough, actually. <laughs> Nice. Like, exactly enough. I rolled a four. <laughs> uh, I think we should stop playing very tonight. Very <laughs> shaky. going pretty bad. Pretty bad rolls over here. Bro. Hey, we're surviving, though. <laughs> no, but does it always have to be like this? <laughs> you feel very uncertain as you climb. Like, your legs are, like, wobbling. You can feel the branches jostling beneath you, but you decide to press on, and you quickly climb up. Uh, before long, you find yourself next to where the bodies are hanging. Uh, two of them are entangled in vines, and one of them is kind of just draped over uh, one of the branches, held in place by a broken leg lodged between forks, <laughs> forked branches. Oh my god, I'm gonna drop this. Uh, oh, you're here, you say Clear me, way. <laughs> just make sure you're, uh, it's coming down. And he's gonna like take his sword cane and just kind of like poke it, jab it to unwedge it so the body can fall. Yeah. You're able to <laughs> dislodge the three corpses and they fall uh, about 20 feet or so before plopping onto the uh, soft earth. Below. Gross cracks. Yeah. <laughs> a crunch and a squish. Your treasure lies before you. So damn. Awesome. And then he'll just jump down because he doesn't take fall damage. Oh. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> and with a crunch and a splash, you two are before your treasure. No, he's, uh, what is it? What are they? Skyborn Tengu. Yeah. Take no damage from falling regardless of the distance you fall. So he just kind of, like, jumps and moves his arms as you if he's like flapping. A, yeah, a little cuckoo to sound. But it, it, it just sounds like leather rustling. Wait, 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 wait. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I imagine you search the bodies, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. If you don't, I will. Uh, as the three of you rummage through the corpses, uh, you see very little of their flesh remains. Uh, much of it stripped away. However, one of them Damn. has an intact torso that is wearing a suit of hide armor. Mm. Uh, on another, you find uh, two crossbows, two short swords... A short bow with seven arrows. 
I'll take those arrows uh, and uh, just put them in my bag if you're cool with that, Fee. Uh, sure. I did also have eight arrows on here. Um, and hell, I'll take those too. Actually, I have 30 arrows on this list. Uh, I have those. Okay, sweet. And so I'll just take the next so eight. So I will delete them. Yeah. Uh, a signet ring with the image of a flaming hawk. You can uh, roll an estimate on that if you'd like. Natural 20. Okay. Uh, you imagine this to be some form of uh, ring meant to honor somebody. It's uh, likely just a nice collectible piece. You estimate it to be worth about five gold pieces. Mm. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, among the corpses you find five gold pieces as well as 12 copper pieces. Very nice. Copcorn, you find eight days' worth of rations. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and Jacques, you hear a clunk as you turn over one of the corpses and find a rusty iron scroll tube. Mm. Okay. Uh, if you open the tube, you will see it contains three scrolls of heal. Oh. Holy shit. And an old map. That is labeled Droskar's Crucible. Son of a... Nice, that's convenient. Wow. Oh, is this that guy? The hunter? Yeah, I was going to say, are all the hunters just being gathered up in this tree? Well, <laughs> oh, thanks, more food. It must be Tuesday. <laughs> How old do these bodies seem? You want me to do a medicine check? Sure. Eight. I'm going to get different guys. <laughs> I'm going to take two of those rations, Fee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many rations was it? Eight, eight, eight total. Eight days worth of rations. Oh, eight days. So, so it's like one, one ration. ration. Yeah, it's right. like one ration okay. and uh, an eighth of a, or a seventh of a ration. Gotcha. Just eat so, Just eat yeah. the... <laughs> yeah, Colonel just takes it. <laughs> just gonna eat a day's worth of food while he's putting oh. the rest in the bag. <laughs> It's just like five hot dogs. It's like 27 meals. It's kind of crazy. Kicking ass is making me hungry. Nothing special with the hide armor? Just Reggie? Yeah, it just appears to be a normal suit of hide armor. The other two seem to have been wearing like similar armor, but theirs is torn to ribbons or decayed from time. Um, I will say, even though you didn't do so well on your medicine check, some of it is obvious. Uh, Two of them... uh, Seems similar in age. Uh, well, well past their stages of decay. They're basically skeletons with maybe uh, a chunk or two of dried leather still clinging to it. Uh, and the third one is definitely more recent than that, but you would still estimate it to have been weeks, if not months ago. Which, uh, which, which had the sc- scroll tube? Uh, the fresher of the three. At least for now, we can kind of assume that was him. Well, comparing what you know, the hunter that came by for the flop house was there within like a week or so. Yeah. His corpse at least seems older than that. Okay. So these are others looking for the same thing, but the guy we're looking for most likely got drug away. Mm-hmm. That's that's my guess. Colonel's going to pop a little detect magic, just checking everything. Just snort a little bit off of that, <laughs> off of the counter. Uh, the pulse goes out, but picks up no bleeps. Cool. So what was that? A, a map of of, of uh, 
the crucible mm-hmm. or something? The map itself is a to map to a place labeled Droskar's Crucible. It shows the same dark moon veil that you're in now. However, the the borders of the forest are larger in this map depiction uh, than they are now. It's older. Mm-hmm. Um, lumber dudes. Mm. Chopping all the trees down. You go ahead and roll me a survival check. I was going to say, are we able to... Uh Based on this tree and based on the map, if the tree's on the map, which you'd hope, I don't know. They don't have airplanes yet, but can we surmise where we are on this map? 20. What was that? Survival? Mm-hmm. Nine. And Jacques, you got a 20? Yes. Okay. Disappoint. You, comparing what you see on the map to what you've experienced, uh, you believe that area marked... Droskar's Crucible is where you first met the warg. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where the ruins were. Other things yeah. of note on the map include uh, the clearing where you stand now. However, it is incomplete. Uh, as if they were making notes, put it away, and then never came back to them. Uh, there is another spot marked for the clearing where you found the camp. Uh it is marked as uh, Uli's Mila's Shack, which is the name you heard in town. I knew it. The witch. A witch. I called it. The witch. I did. I did. And on the map, you can see the northern border where the forest ends along the mountain's edge. The mountain itself is labeled Droskar's Crag. Did we hear why, perhaps, maybe the witches seem to disappear? Did we get info on that, or just? I don't believe that? he did. Yeah. Cause that, what an interesting little detail. How do we get in there? <laughs> I don't want to find him. We got. We have to just keep fucking around in the forest and level up. No, we gotta go home. <laughs> we gotta grind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta take a nap, and yeah. by a nap I mean a sleep. I gotta go to sleep. Yeah. Get that fatigue I gotta away. Go to bed, you guys. And we need potions. New potions, bad. I I don't know. I mean, we can leave. I think we're okay. Yeah. I mean, before you encountered the drag tracks. Um, oh. Uh, I'm sorry. Rolling over that survival check as well. The, at least from where the drags were when they were circumnavigating the clearing that you're at now, cross-referencing that with your map, it almost seems like they're being dragged towards Droskar's Crucible mm. as well. That's an important tidbit. So, assuming that the tracks maintain the direction that they're going, that's the way they're headed. Uh, but you know where they are in relation to the clearing, and if you'd want, you could annotate your own map. Uh, and it would be easier, a lot easier, for you to find your way here the next time you return to the forest. Instead of it being a, an all-day venture, you imagine you could cut that time in half. Yeah, for damn sure. Cool. I think that's fair. <clears throat> I do think it's still a good idea if we were to go tell the lumber mill people that that we found a warg. Maybe they'll reward us. Take it for what you will. I, as a creature low to the earth, may take nature more into account here. But if we speak of this warg, riddled with axes, 
and we speak of this great dragon we felled that I killed. <laughs> that may lead the lumber mill further into this forest. Take it or leave it. That's true. Could be helpful, could be a hindrance. Either way, we're empty-handed. We didn't solve the problem with the warg. You expect us to be able to solve the warg problem? Oh, yeah, son. We could do this. I'm not a hero. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I definitely am not. I like making things. I am a maker, not a hero. Oh. And as far as these lumber mill lumberjacks coming out into the forest, they're going to anyways. It's their job. And they're not trying to kill us, now are they? No, no, they're not. No! No! Hmm. I'm playing a character oh. that doesn't realize he's in a TTRPG. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm okay with going back to town if you guys want to. I don't really see a point in talking to the lumber mills, getting spit on again, all that, all that fun stuff. You know, if we take one of these torsos, perhaps you can slam it down on the counter and say, hey, if we're going to do this for you, we need a little bit more money up front. Right? Hmm. They could probably okay. recognize one of these. Yeah, well, the, the fresher, the fresher one. I can't honestly believe that you still expect us to come out here and solve some crazy mystery in a forest that none of us belong in. It's very true. But I crave excitement. Good for you. <laughs> but you dragged me out here into the middle of nowhere. I mean, I did this... get some cool stuff. I did get some cool stuff. Oh well, yeah, look at this tree. Look at this tree. You'll never see something like this ever again in your life. I don't want to. Take it If in. it means that I don't have to see a... A... Dirty, terrifying worm ever again. Tried to warn you. Yeah, but you didn't <laughs> tell me that there'd be a dragon. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, grab, uh, grab some identifying body parts. Let's go back to town, figure out things. Actually, this big piece of wood is valuable. I should probably pick that up. Oh, yes. See, I did a good thing. Can we can, can I tie can I tie rope to the uh, torso and like attach it to the pig or something? Yeah, you right. can drag it. Yeah, just drag it back. This is called dark wood, right? Uh, elder dark wood slab. Five bulk. Because I've seen no sign of my cart. And if I'm not going to get my cart back, I will need money. So you could stay with me to find my cart or stay with me to get money for a new one. I am more than happy to help you find your cart. But I don't think that we're going to find a, your cart in a at least 10-year-old ruin. It could be anywhere. I don't think it's part of some crazy plot. There's probably just someone down the road in the opposite sort of direction that we came that just has your cart and is going through your stuff and is like, oh, I can sell that thing. 
And here we are in the middle of nowhere trying to find some dead guy, probably. Let's all be honest, he's been gone for ten years. He's dead. And we're trying to find him. Why? Why? Money! You know what else gets you money? Maybe we should ask those lumber mill people if they have positions open. A job. Let's get a job. Good luck, kid. <laughs> I have a job. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, so where are we going? Home. Home. All right. Do you have a home? No. Not, not near here, at least. We do have a home. We have a house. With all of my things in it. Why are you lying? <laughs> do we have a house in uh, yeah. Falcon's Hollow? Yeah. Falcon's okay. Hollow. There's a big population of Tengus there. Oh, okay. Forget I said that. Little Loopy from the fresh air. He hasn't been taking his medication again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down, I'm down to go back to town. Me too. I figured this... Darkwood slab. He's just holding it in both arms. So yeah. if we get into combat, he can just free action drop it because he's encumbered. He's yeah. moving at half speed right now. <laughs> okay, so we'll slow you down a bit, but that's okay. Uh, I believe I said that it was around like 2 o'clock-ish uh, before y'all made it to the clearing. Um, so we'll say you head out about 2.30 or so. And... Uh, the rest of the day goes by in uh, relative normal discomfort instead of being, uh, you're not harassed is the point. It takes you the rest of the day to get back to town, but as the sun is just beginning to dip and the orange hue lights the sky, you find yourself crossing the threshold into Falcon's Hollow. Very nice. Was it the, sh was it the sheriff that set us on the mission? Or was it him telling us to go to the lumber guys? Who's who's hiring the hunters? Uh, the hunters are, for all you know, they're not being hired in particular by anybody. Mm, they might just, just they're just coming through. They're just hunters in general. They might be traveling from town to town looking for different regions for game, or they may be uh, villagers themselves who, rather than taking the uh logging route chose to sustain their family through hunting Barless was the name of the missing hunter so Jarlbin is the one who told you about Barless uh, only in so much as saying he came by tried to sleep here I told him fuck off uh, haven't seen him uh, and then Jarlbin also told you about the the strange big wolf uh, and so you were following that angle as well and the sheriff is the one who told you about Druingar, the dwarf explorer who left town and hadn't returned ten years prior. Uh, the bartender at the Sitting Duck told you a little bit about local goings-on before you all headed out. Uh, recommended checking out the Temple to Iomide, uh because they're always looking for help. Uh, and also happen to mention that, uh, though not completely uncommon, there has been a rise in uh, people getting sick recently. And said if you wanted to look into that, you could speak to the apothecary. Yeah. You puts around with that stuff in town. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's an easier lower-level lower quest. 
Also, I have written down, Sheriff's axe used to be lumber worker. His axe, Saldron Creed, lackey payday. Anytime someone needs to pay up, he comes. Running town, axe tax, he beat up payday. <sighs> what does that yeah. mean? Exactly what you said. Yeah, he beat up payday. Is that the part you're confused about? Because he, he bought the axe and then he was upset that he had to pay an axe tax when payday came to try to get the axe tax from him. And he beat him with the flat end of the axe. Who's Saldron Creed? That's Creole. I said Creole by mistake in episode one, and I made fun of it because I was like, he's Creole Creole. bad. But no, (laughs) his name's Creed, and he's like, but I call him Creole because he's Creole bad. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah, his uh, Creed, the Creed family is the family that runs Falcon's Hollow, from what you've been told. They got the big house. They got the big old house. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Payday is one of Creed's lackeys, Mm. uh, and he is uh, muscle, essentially. We can go kick his ass. For fun. Yeah, just fun. (laughs) I see. All right, Scarab. Tired of holding this wood. Where do you think is the best place to sell this? Well, if we find our way, uh, Dungeon Master willing, Scarab would like to just, like, uh, set up shop, like, near the front of a tavern, just drop some goods and see if he can peddle any of it off. So they can get some money for it. Okay. Uh, I will say, because it's getting to the latter half of the day, like the more towards the evening, it might be a little harder to pedal wares. Uh, but there's no reason you couldn't. Uh, you also have the option to do it in the morning during other people's daily preparation. If you want to go and set up for a bit, you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go for it, then... Uh, where do we camp? Do you have lodging? We do, actually. We do. I we do. do. I do. Okay, because we picked up all this junk. Need somewhere to... S- I'm going to need somewhere to stay. I usually sleep in the cart. The cart is no longer mine. You can, oh. you can stay at my house. I can sleep outside. It's fine. Oh, well, there's plenty of room. I just need somewhere for the stuff. Drops the torso. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Carrying a body. <laughs> you can stay in my room. I'll stay in my mother's room. Uh, where am I going to stay? <laughs> I guess I'll take the couch. I mean, there is a, a tavern nearby. I'm sure you could get a room there, or you could stay on the couch. I'll take the couch. You seem like you need the rest. I'm very tired. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Anyways, and we get into town, um, and he says that, and he just, like, crosses his arms and then just starts walking towards his house. Come, pig. Let's go. (laughs) You're sleeping inside tonight. (laughs) Shit's all over the place. (laughs) Imagine walking up to the house. It's got, like, wrought iron, like a broken wrought iron fence. And it's just a small... Palatial mansion. No. <laughs> a, a very small A-frame house on stilts that looks like the chicken coop. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a ramp going up to the yeah, front door. Yeah, it's got a ramp going up to the front door. <laughs> With little notches so you don't lose your footing. Mm-hmm. All the floor is hay. Oh, it smells so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit all over the floor. 
just walk in and it's just like four shelves on either wall mm-hmm. and uh Jacques just climbs into the top one and he's like, Well, I'm in my room. Good night. <laughs> home sweet home. Yeah, yeah, my my home. It's my home. Yes it is. Yes it is, son. It's like a house. But it does look like a it does look like a chicken coop. <laughs> yeah. So Colonel Cobb sets down that big old piece of dark wood. Almost a dank wood. And finds his little nook. And goes to bed. Yeah, same. Find a small spot to curl up in. I'll have a thing for it later, but Jacques goes to his room and reads through, like, letters from his mom. Oh. The night passes, and as the rays of the morning sun pass through the windows, each of you awakes feeling refreshed and ready for a brand new day. Just Colonel, just eyes shoot awake, sits up 90 degree angle. (laughs) Can I tell you a cantrip that I have that is perfect for him being a chicken? Yeah. It's called Time Sense. One action. You cast the spell, you gain a perfect sense of time. You can learn exactly what time it is down to the second. Wow. It's nuts. And if I, if I, uh, it says you can, uh, use it for perception or, uh, survival or whatever, you get plus one to whatever your role is. Hell yeah. time sense. That's awesome. And perfect. Mm. And great and wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said so many the first time. Yeah, that's, that makes perfect sense for a giant rooster. Scarab, you want to get rid of this big old piece of wood? Yes, I'd be happy to find a place to sell all these things. Uh, just, you know, let me do that uh, out of character. Somewhere gotcha. else. <laughs> behind the scenes. So we don't have to do that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Whatever goods you want me to sell, just put them in a bag. I'll take care of it. Yeah, he'll leave it in the in the living room, just there. Wake up, pig. <coughs> okay. Uh, as for uh, any buying, selling you guys want to do, you know of uh, three areas of interest. Um, if you're looking to buy anything alchemical, that would be at the apothecary. Uh, if you were looking to... Uh, buy anything of intrigue, I would say, uh, then you would know of the Goosing Gander, which is a, uh, well, for lack of a better term, a general store of oddities and curios. It's run by the town's only gnome, uh, and famously, it is a business that is bigger on the inside. Uh, and the third would be the lower and higher markets. Although general access for the town is restricted to the lower markets, where you will find uh, an assortment of all of your mundane needs, the higher markets are restricted to the town's aristocracy uh, and ruling party. Where do you purchase level two? Uh, it's a DLC. Oh, damn. Uh, I'll accept cash or credit. <laughs> So we just sold a bunch of stuff off record. 
and bought some potions. Yep. Did a lot of math. Ten potions, to be exact. A lot of money. Scarab used his selling feet to get extra money, which is neat. Yeah, I've got, I'm a bargain hunter, so we got a couple of, couple of extra dollars. Saved a little bit of money on the uh, potions we bought. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> well, as you finish up hawking and buying your wares, uh, what do you want to do for the rest of the day? You want to go to the monastery? Could see if the people getting yeah. sick has something to do with the mushrooms growing around. Ooh. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go find these sick people. You make your way towards the central western part of town and find yourself before long standing in front of a great white stone building emblazoned with the sword and wings of the inheritor goddess Iomidae. Uh, as you push your way in, opening the large wooden door, you see the typical trappings of a cathedral. Uh, pews lying on either side. A carpeted pathway leads up to an altar where you see a woman bent in prayer. Should let her finish. It's rude to interrupt. Six hours pass. <laughs> <laughs> She's very devout. Uh, as you approach, she looks over her shoulder before bowing her head one more time, making a gesture towards the inherited goddess, and then standing. Ah, uh, welcome, welcome, all of you. Ah, uh, uh, my name is uh, Cuthon again, sir. I am a cleric here. Uh, what can I do for you? Ah, Colonel Colin Cobb. How do you Cop Cord. Colonel Colin Cobb. Cop Cord. How do you spell? Kirthana. C-I-R-T-H-A-N-A. Last name, Gensar. G-E-N-S-A-R. Yeah, looking her over, she is a woman of average height and build. She has mousy brown hair and bright blue eyes. She's uh, fair-skinned, uh, and she greets you with a warm smile. Uh, we hear that uh, some people are getting sick. I'm afraid I haven't heard a whole lot of the town's goings-on. They don't necessarily take too kindly to our lady. No one has come to me seeking aid on this matter, but perhaps at the apothecary, uh, they would have more information. I see. Do any of you require aid or healing? Oh, I'm, I'm okay, thank you. Would you like to join us on our adventure? No, my adventuring days are long behind me. I spend my time now in service to the lady. The door's swinging, and he's left. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he was... No help to us! <laughs> we were yeah. talking... We were talking to, um... The barkeeper. Uh, she mentioned you. To come talk to you. I... Don't know what about. What kind of answers do you need? Do you have a quest for us? <laughs> do, you, do you have... Do you need help? I think we need to go to the apothecary. If anything. Is anything going on in your life? Anything weird? Do you know about any werewolves? That's a lot of questions at once. 
Uh, as for if we need help, well, the church is always accepting donations. Anything you could offer would be of help to the people of Falcon's Hollow, those who uh, come to us for aid anyways. Although, on a more personal note, I am worried about one of the town's denizens, a young hunter by the name of uh, Barlas. Oh! Is this him? (laughs) (laughs) Drops a torso on the ground. (laughs) Let me raise him. Harmless, harmless, little Can you do that? Please, what does he say? Uh, she's scared. Now, we did find the bodies of three hunters in the woods. Two of them fairly old, one much newer. Oh, and the one in the hole. Um, and they were dead. Uh, if... Each of you offers a description of the bodies that you've seen, to the best of your knowledge. Uh, she shakes her head. Uh, they don't seem to ring a bell to her. No, no. Uh, Barless is uh, tall, rather thin. Uh, he has medium cropped brown hair and green eyes. Oh, you love him, don't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, how do you know this young gentleman? Or not so young, is he young? How do you know this gentleman? Well, Barless came to our temple here to seek a blessing for his upcoming hunt. He was saying that I was the closest to a like-minded soul as far as our faiths. Though he believes in Erastal, told him that our gods don't share necessarily the same ideals what his being a goddess of hunt but I thought I would offer what I could uh, I mayhaps feel a little guilty as he hasn't come back of late I worry that my prayer may not only have not offered him the aid he sought but perhaps offended his god in some way mm, interesting fickle fickle beings the gods if you can find him, if he's still alive, or find out what happened to him, I would be very grateful. Well, I don't have much to offer, but I could offer you a symbol of Our Lady in Faith, and she turns around to the altar behind her and uh, from a pillow raises a silver longsword. Hmm. Whoa. I don't mind if I do. That is... Gorgeous. Um, Colonel, I think that's the the reward. Oh, reward. Oh, okay. We can't. We're not just taking it. <laughs> we'll accept payment up front. <laughs> I would be hard pressed to roll it, Blumsy. <laughs> Don't want to end up like this guy. Points at the torso on the floor. Cobcorn. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Donate him. <laughs> nah. God, that's a good idea, though. I forgot all about silver. I mean, am I eating or am I just rolling? You're just rolling. It's okay. Fifteen. You'd like it up front. Uh, I would be hard-pressed to release a symbol of my lady with no guarantee She would see more of the world this way, and maybe 
save more souls. Roll another diplomacy, Jacques. An 18. 18? <sighs> Perhaps it's the guilt. But to find out what would happen, any means I could do in order to aid that, I suppose I should take. Yes. I will gift you the longsword now. Please, respect my good faith. Tell me what happened to Barlas when you find out. And if this can help cut down anything in your path, then that be the lady's will. Succeed or fail, we will return and have the sword with us. Um. <laughs> Jacques, no, no, keep going, keep going. Jacques reaches out <laughs> and like that one. <laughs> with his hands out like that to like take the sword and he like puts his hand over hers as if he's going to like grab it and say like thank you and then he's just like just kind of hovers and is like thank you. <laughs> she raises the sword above her head and turns around facing a statue to Ayomade. As did the lady before us, may your quest ascend you to victory. And then she bows, turns around, and hands you the blade. If you need aid in your travels, feel free to stop by. There aren't many clerics here in Falcon's Hollow, but I'd be happy to help you any chance I can. Thank you, Kirthana. Kirthana. Kirthana, are you sure you don't want to come with us? We have a lot of fun in the forest. And we could <laughs> use a healer. You can leave now, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to go anywhere, but I won't be talking to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes into like the default every time you click on them. Yes. The chat yes. bubble. Yeah, the chat bubble above her head disappears. <laughs> no, you can still talk to her. You're good. Before we go, your lady Ayomade. Does she have dealings with the Dark Moon Veil? Not in so many words. She's a symbol to conquer over evil and to rise above one's ability to become more than we are for the better and you just don't have a following here or afraid not the family that runs the town sees fit to mock my beliefs the people here aren't exactly a religious type they have their own beliefs carved out the world that they were before they made this place they all have their own various gods. The Creed family themselves openly mocks us by donating in large sums, talking about all of the good that we do, but really, they're just trying to keep our religion from taking hold. Their grip on the people here keeps them away. More ought to go and visit the herbologist and seek uh, remedial healing than they are holy blessings. Oh, oh, my ticker is going. I'll talk about it outside. Yeah, we keep hearing about this Creed guy. Doesn't sound like a good person. I keep saying, maybe we can just go over there and kick his ass. We may. Sorry, if... uh, we probably can't talk like that in here, huh? Oh, no, you're fine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, Fang. Cleric just sword. gave us a sword. I mean, <laughs> I think they're cool with it. Just not in the House of the Holy and all that. He's... Scarab starts waving his arms around trying to match any symbol of religion he's seen before. <laughs> Just to get good graces from this strange human. Um, he's having a seizure. Stand aside. <laughs> 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 I 
one more thing before I go, just a curiosity. Do you know of the witches in the wood? Why, there haven't been any witches in the wood for years. Well, allegedly. People speculate, talk, think that there might still be, but... Uh, no, the coven left quite some time ago. Hmm. Yes, we found a... we found a hut. Clearly used by a witch. No witch inside. Just... No. A sentient. You've been to oh. the Hag's Hollow. That's what they call it here. Hmm. It's where old, uh, Ulis Mila used to take up roost in the forest. Yeah, it says that on the map. Whatever happened to her just disappeared? I don't know. Just up and left one day. She was harsh, for sure, but as far as witches and hags go, she was fair and often acted as a, a healer or a sage for the town in the absence of uh, whatever the apothecary could provide. Hmm. But in return for what? And that is what we'll find out. Huh. Mm, the idea's running through this little one's head. <laughs> we should go to the apothecary. Do you know anything about a man named Druengar? Doesn't ring a bell. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Thank you. Sense motive. Plus three. Don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> she opens a locket. It's just pictures of him. Yeah. Behind the shrine is another shrine. <laughs> the man made of hot dogs. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like she does anything. Cool. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. All right, right behind Thank you, you, buddy. Thank you for your time. Scarab's holding the door, and as it's closing, he's like, Good job getting that store from that idiot human. <laughs> yeah, you have the sword, right? Right. Silver longsword? Yep. Yeah. Just choose longsword and then go to options and let me see what And it is a low grade silver for clarity. Yeah, so we'll find the dead boy and we'll let her know. Dude, getting silver? That's 40 gold pieces. It's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. It's kind of a deal. The fact that you passed the check twice. I was like, yep, okay. Pretty good. Silver, you know, is effective against... Uh, lichens, lichens and fey. Okay, so here's something that's running through my head. Of course, I don't know the answers here, but people aren't coming to this house of healing. They're going to the apothecary. Mm-hmm. Who? She, who seems like a trustworthy, nice lady, says is not as good. And this apothecary is being funded by the creeds? No, so what she told you is... The, because it's kind of like a poor village, like a farming, not farming, you know, a lumber village, uh, they believe in like folk remedies more than they do prayer and magic. So they go to the apothecary for almost everything they need. Uh, and it doesn't help that she is, or at least believes herself to be being disparaged by the Creed family. Yeah. Um, religion has its own tendency to accumulate power when enough people believe. And the creeds seem to donate to uh, the church, but at the same time, uh, they do so almost mockingly while trying to curb uh, her influence on the people of Falcon's Hollow. 
So they're disparaging the religion in order to maintain a grip on the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just led me to wonder if they themselves are poisoning the people. Mm. I don't know, but we can go talk to this person at the apothecary and, you know, sense some motives. I was just looking at my notes right now, and I put drag tracks towards the crubable. 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 Yeah, apothecary. Yeah. 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 Like, Swinging his sword around. Yeah. Careful, don't wave your arms around like that. That's going to lead to a character death. <laughs> okay, the apothecary. Uh, <laughs> the apothecary is not that far. Uh, you go about two blocks away before you find yourself in front of a charming two-story log building that has creeping ivy on its side walls and flowering window boxes that cover the facade. Uh, above it is a wooden sign suspended by chains that reads in a cutesy cursive font, Roots and Remedies. Oh, that's cute, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Roots and Remedies. As you make your way inside, the small mud track shop's interior smells of burned earth and spicy incense. Bunches of dried herbs hang from the ceiling along with dangling pots, presses, alchemical equipment, and arcane glassware. Pouches of rare plants, jars of colored powders, and a collection of dried, preserved, and jellied animal parts fill high shelves and tables that serve as both displays and a workspace. Um, As the bell on the door jingles, bounding up to you comes who you presume to be the owner, a uh, dusky-skinned female woman who is real thin, appearing to be of Gurundi descent, who has glasses and her hair arranged in dreadlocks, loosely pulled back from her face. Welcome to Roots and Remedies. What can I help you? What can I help you? (laughs) (laughs) Are you a witch? (laughs) Welcome to Roots and Remedies. How can I help you? Sounds like a riddle. (laughs) Hag. (laughs) Just gonna call it now. Sense motive. (laughs) (laughs) You make me do this every ten minutes? (laughs) No. She's a killer. Uh, hello. A nice shop you have here. Um They're sick people. <laughs> there are sick people. Do you know anything about sick people? Whoa, calm down there. Names first. Laurel Gebri. Holds out a hand. Jock reaches his hand out and does not grab hers. And pulls it back. Uh, she does an over-exaggerated mock shake, throwing her hand up in the air, and spins in place. Now, what's all this then about sick people? You're a lot. Um... Colonel? Yeah. You, you see Colonel, he's like, kind of poking at stuff on the shelves. He finds like a dried up lizard and as he's touching it, the head breaks and he just kind of pushes some stuff in front of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Colonel Corncob, at your service. Uh, yeah, we heard that there were sick people. We don't know anything about it either, really. We're just told come here, see what's going on. Anybody needs help? Well, now that you mention it, there have been more people as of late. 
as you can see, she points at the floor. It's obviously like tracked and caked in mud. It's not like people wipe their feet before they come in. Been busy. Not too unusual for this time of year for people to be getting sick, although they have been getting more sick more recently. She begins rummaging through stuff while she's talking, just placing various jars and herbs and stuff on the counter. I think I had four different people come in last week, and then there was the Gabriel's boy the week prior to that who was sick, and now that I think about it, I haven't checked in with the Clarks in over two weeks, and she's still pulling things out left, right, and center. Uh, and then finally she stands up and she's like, Damn it all, I'm out. I don't, uh... This is awkward. I have run dry of remedies. She says with a bunch of crap just around her on the counter. Uh, people have been getting sick, now that you mention it. Glad you came. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Uh, the people require a specific tincture that is made from an ingredient, which I apparently am completely out. And she's just like still looking around trying to make sure if she has any more. Are you mercenaries? People for hire, people who want gold, people who do things for money. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm going to take a wild guess. You looking for mushrooms? Yeah, Scarab's already digging <laughs> through Jacques' bags. Her, her eyebrows go up and she's like, I am looking for mushrooms. Oh. Is it these? I need mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out a blue and a green mushroom. What I'm looking for is iron bloom. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, this blue one. No, that's wait, my wait. mushroom. <laughs> How did you get that bag? Hey, shh. <laughs> what, what, I have questions. Why do they need this specific tincture? Yeah, I was gonna ask the same thing. What are they sick with? Do you know? Cholera. <laughs> Just like in Skyrim where you accidentally get quest items. You walk up to somebody, they're like, I need this. Oh shit, I have it. Here you go. Quest yeah. done, you know? <laughs> Why do they need this very, very specific tincture? So, lately, I have noticed a concerning increase in the number of illnesses among the loggers. Now, you know these rough-and-tumble frontier types. They're not going to go see a doctor until the last possible moment. In fact, people would rather crawl through my door sometimes. I, however, have a general medicine that is there to take care of the symptoms and hopefully abate any incoming wave of disease that may spread, I am attempting to head it off. Unfortunately, this started cropping up all kind of at the same time, and as you can imagine, I don't have a lot of time to go out on my own unless I'm foraging, and I haven't been able to do that in a while, and I am out of this mushroom that I need for that specific medicine. Uh, as for what they have, I don't know. I just treat symptoms. People come in, say I have a bum foot. I'm like, hey, here's some burdock. They come in, they say, ah, my head hurts. Well, I think I have some bark for that. And what are the symptoms? I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, maybe anger. Maybe you have it. <laughs> I do like to think Cor 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 me a mushroom. of her uh, of her saying, "I hate you." Uh, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> the symptoms vary. Not quite the same between each of those, but there is some kind of underlying sense of general fatigue and heaviness that makes people feel like they're about to get ill. I haven't been able to pinpoint it. Uh, some people complain of headaches. I even had one person claim that they were hearing voices. But all of them seem to have this general impending dread. Now, 
I normally would go and forge for these things myself, but for whatever for whatever reason, this cropping up at the time of year that it has, it being the middle of a rastal and all, uh, these mushrooms are a bit more scarce on the forest edge, and I, I don't know if you know, I'm not a warrior. I can't forge that far into the forest. Uh, it's fairly dangerous. Uh, I see that you were able to accumulate some, which means you've been to the deeper part of the forest, and matter of fact, let me see those. And she begins to rummage through them, and she's like, these are beautiful. These are great. These are fantastic specimens. There's only six of them, though, and I need twice that. If you've been in the forest as far as you have, would you be willing to go a little further and maybe find me more? We are kind of heading back in that direction. She can mark the map. Oh, you have a map. I love maps. They're great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different voice for Scarab. Um, He's just wondering how she was supposed to uh, ever get this stuff again. Yeah. Mm. It's like a time of year thing. Yeah. Mushrooms tend to grow... I'm not a fucking mycologist. I don't know. They just don't grow right now as commonly as they do at different times of the year. This disease kind of like propped up. You need a little bit more rain. You need... She just hasn't been able to forge as many of them from the edge of the forest, and so she needs them from deeper within. If you're going to look anywhere, the first place that comes to mind would be that old Hag's Hollow. She always had things around, growing around all over the place. Yeah, that's where I got those ones that you took from my hands. I'm sure we'll find more. It's a mushroom! Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we can go back and look for some. Well, if you do happen to find more of them, I'd be happy to reward you. I know that work doesn't come cheap and work's not free and you are mercenaries after all. Hired swords. I would be willing to give you three alchemical recipes of your choosing from my shop. Recipes? I should clarify, not actual recipes. She will reward you with alchemical items. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Uh, she will offer you, uh, each of you, a common level three non-poison alchemical consumable of your choice. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Could I do some sort of medicine check based off the symptoms mm -hmm. she gave me mm -hmm. to see what could possibly be causing this kind of thing? Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. Go for it. Yeah, give me a medicine check. A 12. Yeah. You have no idea. I mean... It wouldn't be too hard for somebody who studies as much as you do to figure out what disease something could be based on the symptoms. The thing that's confusing is the wide array of symptoms and the lack of continuity between all of the people that are experiencing symptoms. Uh, Laurel told you that some people um, have headaches, some people have... Uh, um, well, she listed a bunch of them, but like, it doesn't seem like anything is like pinpointing to a particular thing. The only commonality between them all was like a general sense of uh, fatigue, heaviness, and uh, like lethargy. But they had somebody who came in complained of headaches. They had somebody who was uh, had like lack of sleep. They had somebody else that was like hearing voices. Um, so it seems to be something altogether just off about the health of the town. Laurel, is it? Laurel? That's me, Laurel Gebri. Well, while we're out, do you need any other 
herbs or what have you for this tincture of yours, or is it just the mushrooms? That would be the final ingredient I need for my recipes. However, if you're out and you find anything else of interest or value, I'd be happy to take a look. If you don't mind me asking, what else do you put in these tinctures of yours? Trade secret, I'm afraid. Can't share everything. I'd be out of the job. Sense motive. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? What's your bonus? Oh, for what is it? <laughs> well, perception. Perception seven. And for you, Scarab? Seven. Yeah, she seems to be genuine. She's trying to. If she's trying to guard any secrets, it's just the secret to her business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wanted to do a crafting check to see if I could figure out. The secret of her business is the backs of others. Kobolds hate doctors. Are these people <laughs> ever. Oh, they're super. Uh, what is it? Homeopathic? Superstitious. They're superstitious. <laughs> superstitious. <laughs> Are these people ever fully healed? Is a question I would like to ask. Uh, she treats the symptoms. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But never, never like a full heal. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, among the many things she said, uh, she's had an increase in people in the last two weeks or so. It's hard for her to recount. She's had like an odd case here or there, but the number of people complaining about that lethargy symptom seems to be increasing as of late. Just uh, one more question to narrow it in. Is it just the loggers? Thank you. I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> oh, no. No. It seems to be uh, loggers, children, merchants. Uh, damn near anyone. Although I have had a few more loggers than others, but I mean, the town's a logging town. Most of the people who come here are loggers. Do you know why they don't um, go to a healer? Well, Falcon's Hollow. No, healing, healing magic's pretty expensive, too. It's Falcon's Hollow. Only the desperate and the brave. These rugged mountain types, they, they don't want to come in unless they absolutely have to. I once had a man deny that he had a broken foot for six weeks. Mm. Wow. Blue collar. Sounds about right. More like have blue foot. That's the only thing that got him here. <laughs> have you thought about consulting with the cleric of Iomidae? Why? To see if maybe she may have an idea of what is causing this illness. And maybe the two of you together could try and fix it. I mean, no offense to the priestess, but... She's not exactly a doctor. Now, that isn't to say she couldn't magically heal him, but I also dare say that there's probably not enough money between the entire town to heal everyone, and even if she did it on good faith, that would involve the townspeople going or wanting to even go to a temple of a god they may or may not believe in. How does this town feel about workers' unions? Oh, they feel great. They're part of one. They all work for the Lumber Consortium, all together. Mm hmm. Are you a part of this union? Gods, well? no. I wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> They're terrible people. <laughs> Hence your lack of stock. Right. I only dare go out as far as the loggers can see me. Any further beyond that, I don't want to be out of the range of men with axes who could save me. Do you want to buy anything? Um, hmm. Where do your people get their food? What do you mean, you people? You and your people, where do you get your food? <laughs> oh, at the tavern. Sitting duck. Pretty good. Is that... The poppin' place? That's the one. Large lady, red hair, beautiful, very gruff. I love her. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I said it before and I'll say it again. 
I've had enough to hear with you birds! <laughs> <laughs> what is their name? I really should have written all this down. Again, came to the part about the town prep being done, but don't, don't have to do that anymore! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> Just control F tavern. You might find it that uh, way. Nah, I should look it up. Hopefully if you guys remember it, then I won't have to. I'm gonna put it in my notes. Sitting duck is run by Ergen Tuck. Ergen. Ugin. Yeah, who knows? It could be a curse from the forest. I think everything we're doing is connected. You would think there's... They're really just in and out. Random traders. Like myself coming through. I don't feel sick. At least I don't think I feel sick. You are looking a little yellow. Oh, that's normal. That's just my scales. <laughs> Looks at his arm really quick. Starts sweating. <laughs> I am feeling pretty tired. Are you the only herbalist in town? The only one with the shop. Every once in a while, we will have a merchant who wanders through with some form of new tonic or potion or herb or what have you. But I'm the only one who's put down roots. Is it... Are oh, that's the name of the store! It's pretty cool. Ta-da! Uh, is there... Nah, she's, she's good at selling, it's true. Uh, take my money, please. Uh, no. Money or anything, just have it. Is, um, is there a person that travels through more often than others? Sorry, I'm just trying to clear up my notes, because in my notes I had med medicine man herbalist, but I think it might have been you. I'm just making sure that it was you. I think you might have assumed my gender. Happens a lot. Sorry. I understand. It's a women's world, and men just keep trying to climb to the top. Can't be happy in their place. I don't understand. Me neither. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> Got that one from the red. Get it out of here. I don't even want to hear that again. <laughs> Let's see here. You guys got any ideas for more info we can gather here? Not really. No. It was rather fishy, though. I, I feel like... I feel like it's either got to be a curse from cutting into the forest, or... the creeds doing it to their own people. Somehow, but I don't know how deep their hands go into stuff. Because I mean, it kind of kind of sounds like the American uh, fast food system. Mm. It's really cheap. We eat it. We get sick. We feel lethargic. We feel fatigued all the time. Speaking for myself, you could spend a little time around town trying to gather some intel if you'd like. Maybe you could pick up on a few other rumors or some history or. What have you? I like love hell, even if, rumors. Even if we can find some people that are sick. Leave the store. I like her. She's really nice. Very energetic. She's very well played. She was a lot. <laughs> Gather information. Is that society? Uh, probably diplomacy. Uh, Iman, you should know how to use your own skills. Hmm? Damn it. All right. Guys, I'll, got me. <laughs> I'll click on it. <laughs> Diplomacy. Yeah, you guys could spend a couple hours. If each of you wants to roll, you could gather info about a different thing or the same thing, depending. I'd like to get information. No, I do, but I, but I don't know that it'd be useful. I do kind of want to get information on the, the family, but I don't know if that would really help us right now. 
Maybe not, but information's information. And also, you never know what you'll know now that you'll need to know later. Yeah, Scarab would want to speak to... Would wants to narrow in on the sickness, uh, find commonalities. What about you, Emod? What are you trying to figure out? Um, we know the sickness started like two weeks ago. Uh, I, I just, I want to focus in on, just try to find, gather information to find closer to like where it started. So sickness started about two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I only rolled a 16. I don't know if I'm going to get that. It'd be around about two weeks. Given the people are stubborn to come late, it could have been weeks prior to that that the person was. But you know, at least the earliest that she remembers was two weeks ago. And the hunter left about two weeks ago, didn't Mm -hmm. it? I'm just curious if that's connected. Did the hunter do something? Like, is this town now cursed? Mm, I see where your head's at. Like, did he get somewhere that cursed this whole place? And you also heard when you first got into town that the, uh, like, kobold activity is fairly recent as well. And so that's why this time, unlike last time, when you came through Falcon's Hollow, uh, people were a little more wary of you when you walked in. The loggers didn't like you guys just on site. So there's another something going on there. Yeah, he's definitely around town because of this. He's got his hood up. I mean, people are still going to know he's a kobold, but he doesn't want to just uh, go waving his head around. Yeah, I want to gather information about the creeds. Go ahead and make your roll. I got a 24. Very nice. Let's find out about the sick people. And you're doing one on gathering about the... The creeds. The creeds. And I rolled a 19. We'll start with Scarab and uh, Colonel. We'll assume the two of you were asking, at least in near proximity of each other, trying to gather. Um, So, as you heard from the apothecary, it seems like more people are starting to complain about this uh, lethargic feeling that are coming up. Um, You do also hear that This is about the time every year that uh, illness kind of like peaks. It's like the equivalent of their flu season coming up. And so there's still that baseline that's going through, but that normally doesn't involve the same uh, like wide array of symptoms that are happening. Uh, So there are people definitely talking about like in hushed tones about the uh, weird experience that like X is, is going through or what they heard about the Y family and what they're having to endure with theirs. Uh, So there's definitely a lot of talk about it, enough to where people are noticing. And from what you know of, like, typical seasonal uh, illnesses, you typically don't find a bunch of people murmuring about, oh, it's flu season again, you want to go get that shot? It's not that kind of conversation. Yeah. Um, There are people talking about uh, whether or not the creeds ought to take more drastic measures and begin quarantining people. Uh, There are other people that are... Um, like fearful of the fact that because there's so many different things uh, you never know who might or might not be sick or if you might be sick from something else altogether you even hear a couple talking about well I always feel like shit and so right now I can't tell whether or not I have it or if I just feel like shit Mm -hmm. relatable yeah (laughs) Uh, 
that's about all you can get going on. Nobody even has uh, a name for this new thing yet. Okay. Yeah. Fair. You want to start a rumor and give it a name? COVID-19. <laughs> COVID-19. I'll get to yours. <laughs> yeah, with Colonel's role, he wasn't really helping. He was just walking around with Scarab, just bothering Scarab. Hey, he's got, <laughs> he's got the fox on his shoulders right now. Hell yeah. I got a name. I got a name for the little bugger. Yeah, what's that? Command Sergeant Major Twinkles. Twinkles? You're going to call it Twinkles? Yeah. Is that good? I don't know. I'll ask Jacques. The people are like, Twinkles? Is that what this is? <laughs> I got the Twinkles. <laughs> I think I might be coming down with the Twinkles. Oh, man. We should patent that. We should. Let's go talk to the apothecary person again. Tell, tell her that the disease or whatever is called the Twinkles. You could honestly roll to start a rumor. You could just be like, I've heard of that disease. Let's do it. Where I come <laughs> from, they call it the twinkles. Hey, can we do it on accident? It's harmless fun. Who would that be? Diplomacy as well? I believe there is a an activity, I think, for start a rumor. I mean, there... I think it's deception. There is a fee. Oh, is there a feat for it? Well, yeah. There, there's... That's one of the feats that, that Nathan, Nathan had. Has, yeah. So rumor. Oh, right. Okay. I know that's a feat. Could be make an impression. Or lie, deception. I think it'd be better. I, I'd like if it happened on a, an accidental roll. Roll for it, I'm on. What are we rolling? Diplomacy? Is that what it is? Yeah, because people would hear, we would be asking people about the sickness, and then they overhear us talking about twinkles. Uh, I got a 19. Are we adding diplomacy? Is that what we said? That's what I did. Okay, yeah. 12 to make an impression. Rolling like shit. Like 12. Actually, my familiar, you know, this this little fox is now Colonel Cobb's familiar. Uh, one of the abilities the familiar has is ambassador. It's an ambassador. It's fun. It says, your familiar knows how to act cute or focused on cue, helping you to make a good impression. Despite being a minion, your familiar gains one reaction at the start of its turns, which it, which it can use to aid you on diplomacy checks to make an impression. So, 13. 13 to start a rumor? Yeah. <laughs> and what did you get, man? Uh, a 19. You can have twinkles all you want, just don't get it on me. <laughs> you don't want to spread the twinkles? <laughs> <laughs> Spread the love. Spread the twinkles. Here. Everyone's looking at us. Put the little guy on your shoulder. It's fun. I don't want twinkles. <laughs> we'll come back to that later. Back away. Six feet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, we're not doing five foot squares. We're doing six foot squares. <laughs> yeah. That way you can't touch me. Jacques, what you gather from your investigation... Uh, few bits of like small tidbit information first and then uh, as you continue to expound on these questions with other people you begin to learn a bit more about Falcon Falcon's Hollow's history uh, so first uh, as you begin to ask around there are a mixed set of opinions about the Creed family um, there's some people those usually in like higher positions of wealth that seem to uh, not mind the creeds or think that they do a fine enough job. Although they do complain that the more modern generation has like a, a weaker stomach than the older generations. Um, 
Uh, and then you find people that just downright hate Creed, but they say it in hushed words as they do. They don't want to openly badmouth him. Mm-hmm. The poorer people? Right. There are some people when you ask about the Creed family who downright just cover their the side of their face and turn away from you and walk away. Uh, as you continue to ask around, uh, you find friendly people who are uh, proud of their town and willing to share a bit of the history. And with that, you come to learn that Falcon's Hollow was founded uh, 150 years ago, almost. Uh, it's been around for a long time. Uh, and originally, it was a hasty settlement set up by the Lumber Consortium from Taldor. Uh, and it had three founding families. That was uh, known as the Taciturn Larco clan, the brave Sam Kills, and the Brutal Creeds. These families weathered the Harpy Hag Massacre of 4603, finally ending that conflict by Whoa. marrying a Larco's son off to one of Hag Ulismila's Uz- Uz- seemingly innumerable daughters. Oh, no. They ended the decade-long period known as the Misery, which took place from 4631 to 4641, which claimed many of the children of Falcon's Hollow until the Attic Whisperer responsible was defeated by the eldest of the Creed Daughters, Valkyrie. Eventually, the three founding families began to die off. Uh, Hobgoblin Strife of 4679 claimed the last living scion of the Samkills. Uh, although, more than a few old-timers insist that the crossbow bolt buried in the young in the young Jabrika Samkill's back bore suspicious resemblance to those used by the Creed's patriarch. And then in 4701, Falcon's feud culminated in the eradication by mass burning of the Larko clan by a panicked mob who had come to believe the Larkos had become unnatural folk, changelings and stranger kin, thanks in no small part to uh, rumor mongering from Creed lips. Today, Thuldren Creed and his son Jern are the only surviving descendants of the original founding families and the sole owners of the whole region's Lumber Consortium chopping rights. Thuldren. A lady? Thuldren is a man. Thuldren. Okay. Uh, sorry, Thuldren and, and who? Jern. J-U-R-I-N. Man, you said Thuldren, I heard Philbo. <laughs> <laughs> Philbo and Bong Bong. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the twinkles. <laughs> I straight up heard Philbo. Philbo and Bobo. Philbo and I have reason to suspect there's a hag in our midst. Hell yeah. Jacques, as you finish your investigation, you come to a slow, horrible realization that was once that what was once a town founded by three families has been whittled down, perhaps through nefarious means, to one ruling family. And the opinion of them is overall not good. And this this family is the one that sated a witch. If I heard that right. God. Right? The children the were... The daughter. Then they, they married and married one of the daughters. It was one of the Larkos. That, oh, okay. that they married off to Ulizmila's daughter as a peace offering. Uh, and I that am. family became unnatural. Uh, that was the rumor yeah. that was allegedly <gasps> oh, propagated weird. by weird the that that would <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a, you gotta keep filling the car with gas. The conflict was ended by marrying a Larko son off to one of the hag's seemingly innumerable daughters. Ulizmila is the hag whose daughters, or whose daughter he married. So, in essence, 
as a round cap. That's the end of today. The Cursed Caravan uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy, paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from changing, from charging you to use or access this content. The Cursed Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The Cursed Caravan theme music and beat you're hearing now is written by our very own Matthew. Yay! We would like to thank Michael Gelfi Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and the ambiance. Thank you, Michael Gelfi. Thank you, Michael Gelfi. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael Gelfi. You can find out more about them at michaelgelfi.com. Check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. And give them money. Give them money and also give us five stars on your podcast app of choice. Please help us spread the word. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, help us. We'll read your comments. Send us a comment. We'll read it. We'll do whatever you want, man. Please just help. Especially that. Especially you, that one person in Rio de Janeiro. You. In the lake. We know you. Instagram.com slash the cursed caravan pod. Yes, sir. All of our contact information is in the description. Thank you for being a traveler on the Cursed Caravan. Bye-bye. Bye. Love ya. As a quick aside, the uh, entangled condition does not reduce AC, but... The uh, the condition is that if its health drops to a certain threshold, that it tries to flee. Uh, but given the crit failure that it had that left it immobile and the devastating strike that you laid on it, I gave it Frightened 3. Oh, nice. Wow. Uh, as it could see, it was afraid for its mortality at that point. <laughs> and that drops its AC. Brutal hey. world. Brutal, brutal world. Ooh. And you don't have to include that. That's just for... Because I don't have to tell y'all conditions are shit. I don't yeah. tell you nothing. <laughs>